Welcome to Lou Marks the Spot, brought to you by yours truly, Lou Marks. President Trump is peeling the American onion, and with every layer peeled, the smell of deceit, hypocrisy, corruption, hate, and crime just becomes stronger. Sometimes the smell is so strong it brings tears to our eyes. Sometimes they're tears of happiness for the good he's doing, and sometimes they're tears of dismay and despair at the true corrupt state of the Democrats and liberals in this country. A month after President Trump took the oath of office, his chief strategist offered a controversial description of what Americans, including the two million career civil servants Trump now leads in the executive branch, could expect from the new president. Every day would be a battle for deconstruction of the administrative state. In other words, let's drain the swamp. Like Trump, love Trump, dislike Trump, or hate Trump, you have to admit one thing. He has kept his promise. He has brought to the attention of every American and made them aware of the deceit, the hate, the racism, the hypocrisy, the absolute stupidity and the criminal activities of Democrats and liberals like no president before ever has or probably ever will. Trump warned of a danger invisible to some but familiar to many. The steady creep of government bureaucracy that drains the vitality and wealth of the people. Nancy Pelosi and her Democratic cohorts are the new black panders actually kneeling with African garb, insulting Africans everywhere. White people are apologizing for being born white and being subservient to the extent of actually kneeling and prostrating themselves on the ground for forgiveness for being white especially the Democratic politicians, mayors, governors. Total madness, complete insanity. As the Trump era has unfolded, the term deep state has come to mean something sinister to some of on the far right. More than just signifying an impersonal inept bureaucracy, it conjures a secretive group of bureaucrats determined to sabotage the Trump agenda. And we have seen it over and over and over again for years now. The Clinton campaign that illegally paid millions of dollars to their law firm, which secretly funded the creation of the infamous and false Steele dossier. Good old Sleepy Joe admitted on camera to explicitly holding up aid to Ukraine to force the government to fire corruption investigator Victor Shokin, even after Shokin looked into Biden's son and his ties to a corrupt Ukrainian energy company. Then Hunter Biden, the son of the former vice president, started receiving 50000 or more per month to sit on the board of a foreign company, for which he lacked any relevant qualifications or experience, then received $1.5 billion from China in investments. This is definitely peeling the onion. Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats thought their latest attempted coup to remove a duly elected president via a baseless impeachment crusade would finally take down Trump. But all it's doing is lifting a rock, exposing their own corruption and the slimy Democrat and liberal creatures hiding underneath. Yet Democrats have made the key thrust on impeachment that Trump, in a bid to fight such blatant corruption here and abroad, simply asked for cooperation from a country that relies on American aid. Congrats, Nancy. You've just slimed the front run of your own party, Joe Biden who's now under a heavy cloud of corruption allegations as evidence of a real quid pro quo has been revealed by Biden himself 
on video at a council on farm relations events. More peeling of the onion. Voters have also learned that three Democrat U.S. Senators, Bob Menendez, Patrick Leahy, and Dick Durbin, wrote a letter to Ukraine's Prosecutor General in May 2018, demanding he investigate President Trump and funnel the results to Special Counsel Rob Mueller. That's quid pro quo. That's peeling the onion. That's criminal activities. And what about good old Peter Strzok, the sociopath, Lisa Page's girlfriend, former slimy FBI Director James Comey, former FBI Director Robert Mueller, who didn't even know what the Mueller investigation was. He had no idea. He couldn't answer any questions. He didn't do it. He didn't even know what it was. And good old Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein. Americans now recognize impeachment as a partisan sham, but Democratic elites simply refuse to let it go. Representative Adam Schiff, Pencilnec, Democrat, for one, remains committed to the imaginary exposing of the full extent of President Trump's misconduct. He's still saying he has the proof. Seriously? The left is trying to nullify the results of the 2016 presidential election based on their talking point that Trump was engaged in malfeasance during his July phone call with Ukraine's president by asking Zelensky to investigate possible corruption involving the Bidens and foreign interference into the 2016 presidential election, something the left ironically has been obsessed with for the past three years. But wait, the Democrats did the exact same thing. Didn't they, you Joe? Talk about hypocrisy. Talk about peeling the onion. More smell, more stink. Thank you, Nancy, and the Democratic Party for pointing it out to millions of voters, especially in the swing states, where liberal lawmakers who won in Trump-friendly congressional districts during the midterms are now completely vulnerable to expulsion in 2020. And that's not all. Americans are also now learning the Obama administration as foreign governments, including Ukraine. Obama is guilty as the rest of them, maybe worse. He's a traitor, guilty of treason, for their help in getting dirt on Donald Trump and his 2016 campaign as part of the whole Russian collusion hoax. That's a former president of the United States participating in treason. And one question, how did Pelosi, on $175,000 a year salary, over 30 years, amass a worth of over $200 million? That comes to about $5 million in 30 years. Take tax out, maybe $3 million, $3.5 million. But she's worth over $200 million. Peel the onion, Donald. It's working. Representative Gregory Meeks, Democratic from New York, the seven-term member of Congress, representing New York's 6th Congressional District. Representative Meeks' ethics issues stem from accepting proper, improper gifts and loans, failing to report income and loans on his personal financial disclosure forms, his involvement with charities on the federal investigation, and his actions on behalf of indicted banker and campaign donor Robert Allen Stanford. Representative Laura Richardson, Democrat from California is a three-term member of Congress. Representative Richardson's ethics issues stem from misusing official resources for campaign activity and personal benefit. And his good old representative from New York, Jerry Nadler, 
another misuse of funds. Representative Maxine Waters, psycho case. All she can do is scream and peach and peach and peach. Democrat from California is an 11th term member of Congress. She's constantly voted the most corrupt person in Congress, but she keeps getting reelected. She's a senior member of the House Financial Services Committee. That's a joke. That's where she got all the money from. Her ethics issues stem from a meeting she arranged between officials at the Department of Treasury and One United Bank, a bank with which she has financial ties. 29-year Congresswoman Maxine Waters using her office to enrich her family through kickback schemes. She's been accused of a very long list of these type of violations going all the way back to 2006. In fact, she's been given awards from citizens for responsibility and ethics in Washington. Basically, what she does is look for any way that she can to funnel money to her family, and she gets away with it. But thanks to President Trump peeling the onion, it's all coming out in the open. Senate Democrats have once again selected Senator Chucky Schumer, Democrat from New York. I guess all the riots and the COVID viruses are the worst as their minority leader without so much as a whisper of debate or contest. This is unbelievable. The man is incompetent, has abysmal politics, as we were reminded in a huge New York Times investigation into Facebook is extremely corrupt. Schumer has raised more money from Facebook than any member of Congress. His daughter works there, and he helped get his former staffer appointed to the Federal Trade Commission, which oversees Facebook. His district is one of the worst. Al Sharpton's back, one of the most racist people, humans on the face of the earth. People are bowing to him. It's like a religious cult. They're pledging allegiance to Al Sharpton. The Democrats were seen on television several times pledging allegiance to Al Sharpton, like a church revival meeting. And then there's Louis Farrakhan, the absolute most racist person, who most of the Democrats supported and praised. The Democrats don't even know who he is, some of them. They have no clue. And then there's good old AOC from New York. Another one, ex-bartender, knows nothing. Every time she opens her mouth, so stupid and ridiculous. Her district, worst in America. Worst one, one of the worst. Worst for COVID, worst for crime. Ilhan Omar, the radical... Somalian congresswoman from Minnesota. Again, Minnesota, where all the problems started. She hates America. She's an ISIS supporter. What is she doing in Congress? Thanks to Donald Trump, she's come out in the open too. And now the Democrats, as you know, they want open borders so they can have open borders so illegal immigrants can come in. And we have murderers, rapists. They have some good people, but we have murderers, rapists, and criminals. Then we put them in the sanctuary cities, cities that have been set up in sanctuary states. So ICE, so immigration can't deport them. The police can't touch them. They're free to commit crimes. This is insanity, total insanity. Only under President Trump this would be exposed. Then once there are open borders, the criminals come in. They live in a sanctuary cities where they can't be touched. If they do get arrested, there's no bail. They don't have to bail themselves out. They just go out free. Now they commit more crimes. This is total insanity. It makes no sense. There's no other country in the world like this. You have to think. Then Antifa came around. Antifa has nothing to do with anything. It's a fascist organization. 
like George Carlin said, they're wearing uniforms, little little hats, armbands. They're violent. They beat people. They shoot people. They've killed people. They ra- they raid. They loot. They're violent. Black Lives Matter farce, phony group, raising money, tens of millions of dollars, Un- all unaccounted for except for two hundred thousand dollars, gone. Another political organization. They don't care about George Floyd. They don't care about black lives. They just care about violence. 95% of all the protests have been violence. Now they want to defund the police. They want to get rid of the police. They want to have police-free zones. That's good. That goes with the, the open borders, the sanctuary cities, no bail, now no police. What do you think's going to happen? That's mob rule. That's absolutely insane. Who's going to protect the people? Who's going to protect us? Who's going to protect America? It's gone completely off the charts, insane. Now, an organization, which keeps changing their name, now it's called CHOP, has actually taken over city streets in Seattle. And it's allowed. And they say it's peaceful. The mayor says it's going to be a summer of love. Well, they've murdered people already. They've killed some people. They've beaten people. They terrorized the shop owners, extorted the shop owners. Criminals. Now they're tearing down statues at random, erasing American history like Stalin did, like Russia in more the modern days, and like Hitler did. I have a story. One of my first wife, she was from Russia. My father was a very famous general. She was very intelligent. She had two degrees, a master's and a PhD. One day we were talking about the ballet, and I commented on Rudolf Nureyev, who I thought was the greatest ballet, male ballet dancer in history. He said, who's he? I said, who's, who's Nureyev? You're Russian. She said, we didn't have a Nureyev. They erased him from history, like they erased so many things to Russians. And why? He committed a crime. You know what his crime was? He defected. He left Russia on the communist horrendous rule and escaped to America. He was erased from the history books like so many other people and so many other things. The kids don't know Russian history. They have nothing to be proud of. His only crime was escaping the brutality and humanity of communist Russia. So he was erased. This is what's going to happen here. To remember the death. If you didn't live during World War II, come from Germany or Czechoslovakia, it's a good chance you never heard of it. And there's a good reason. It was a city outside of Prague in Czechoslovakia that was totally obliterated by Hitler because of some imagined slight by the people there. Tons of people were killed, children were killed, mass murdered, and then the city was burned, raised, bulldozed to the ground, and wiped off the maps. That's part of history. That should be left there. There's monuments there now. Keep the monuments. It reminds people of the horrors of the World War II, the Nazi regime, and people like Hitler. We need our monuments. We need our history. If you don't have the history, you can't learn from it. You just can't learn the good. You can't sugarcoat everything like they're doing. You have to learn the bad. If you don't know the bad, if you don't know the mistakes, you're doomed to make the same mistakes over and over and over again. This is common sense. Disrespecting the flag now in the national anthem has become a, a sport, become a national hobby. 
Why? You can protest at other times. Why disrespect the flag and the national anthem? It, they do represent something. They represent the country that allows slime bags like Kaepernick, who made millions of dollars, to make the millions of dollars. And then he disrespects the country and the flag and, and the national anthem that represents that country and makes that country proud. Get out of the country and go make 50 bucks an hour a year as a football player somewhere else. You don't belong here if that's what you're going to do. Abby Hoffman was arrested years ago for wearing a shirt or a jacket that had part of the American flag on it. Now they just burn the American flag, and that's okay. It used to be a crime. I thought it was a crime. I guess not. Now, I don't recall such panic for all the previous 18 coronaviruses, but I do continue to see the Democrat-biased mainstream media use the virus existence to further erode our founders' visions, establishing the greatest country in the world that ever happened. The years of President Trump's presidency have been good to the citizens of the USA. He has peeled the onion. He has been the right man for the job at these times. I see complete ample reason to continue to have faith in his leadership despite the driven Democratic fake agenda. Look at William Barr and John Durham. Two more American patriots helping President Trump do his job. Good for President Trump, and shame on the Democrats for enriching themselves at the expense of American taxpayers and Ukrainian oil and gas tycoons and for covering it all up. That sure sounds like corruption to me. Exactly the kind of corruption by powerful politicos we ought to investigate. But President Trump is peeling the onion, and the investigations are continuing. Democrats and liberals just won't quit until Trump is destroyed and America along with him. Remember, those who scream the loudest about corruption are often the most corrupt. As Shakespeare said, he would thus protest too much. Rather than scrubbing the stain of corruption within their own party, Democrats are chasing after a sitting president for the sin of calling them out on it. But President Trump just keeps peeling the onion, and more Democratic and liberal corruption, hate, racism, and crimes will come out. So keep it up, Nancy and Chuck and Jerry and Ilhan and AOC. And when President Trump continues to peel that onion, the smell of your deceit, hypocrisy, racism, and crimes will come out that there'll be tears in your eyes as you're no longer elected back to official office and hopefully wind up in jail. Good luck.